many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through his special servants. And now, today's message. It is indeed by the goodness of the Lord that we are all alive and gathered here. Hallelujah. If you are happy to be in the presence of God this evening, I want you to slap those hands onto Jesus and appreciate Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless God for this evening. And I want you to celebrate our Father, Reverend Ebenezer for this wonderful time in the presence of God. Please, you may take your seat. Yeah, it's testimony time. The first testifier says that waste and general body pains vanish as I stood in the line to be prayed for. My name is Deborah Pepra. For the past one year, I experienced waste and general body pains. I quickly stepped in front when Reverend Ebenezer called those who needed healing to come forward and to be prayed for. This was during miracle service on 15th August. Interestingly, as I stood in the line before Reverend Okronipa got to my turn, I felt something leave my waist. And just like that, the waist pain disappeared. Hallelujah. Reverend Okronipa laid his hand on me afterward and prayed for me. Suddenly, all the body pains also ceased. Thank you, Lord, she declares. The next testifier says that the Lord restored my sanity. The Lord restored my sanity. Oh, hail the God of ONC. Ashalebadu is my name. On the 18th of July, I lost my sanity and had to be tied down. I was later sent to a mental hospital and according to my folks, while at the hospital, I kept screaming that I wanted to come to church. Therefore, I was brought back to church. I was brought to ONC. Looking sick and wobbly, and our father, Reverend Ebenezer Kronipa, did, did not look at my worst state of mind and being, but prayed for me with all his heart. Just the very next day, I, re I received my healing. Thank you, Lord, for this healing. I thank Reverend Okronipa so much for his selfless love and care for all his children. Hallelujah. At this moment, we will take a video 
testimony by Emmanuel Awuku. The media team is ready. Oh, praise the Lord. Uh, my name is Emmanuel Awuku. Uh, I think a week today, last week, I came to join you for your miracle service. And it's, it's been a miracle indeed. I mean, uh, I think if you all would recall my face when Papa brought me in front, he made me take my nose mask off. That's the reason why I've taken my nose mask off. So as to know how it all happened. And uh, as we all here, he did as instructed or led by God. And truthfully speaking, uh, where I used to work, for him, I always talk to him about my work and other things. It's been a bit of challenge, challenges and all that for some months to a year now. Only God knows how long I've been applying for jobs online. I get called for interviews and online, one-on-one, and the ads counts. Maybe you've ever been called for an interview and you, you seem to yourself that you're okay, but yesterday, a week will pass, no call, how it feels about Yes, so I so trust God, and I knew that God was working. So when I came, as He did, I went home. I didn't even pray. That's the truth. Maybe praying in doors fine, but so what He did. Well, I knew that God was at work, because before then we had an online session whereby I think it it was an all night session, and He gave an instruction that He needs some people to do this, so we should call after which when I called, he gave a direction for fasting and something else, which I obeyed by the grace of God. So it's all for within that week when I came to see him and he made me pass by. And the truth be told, I was so overwhelmed when all these things came in. I was on an errand to my father's building in, in Samoa, which we had an issue with the tenants. So we had to send the case to the rent control. So I told him about it. I was there and a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, a senior brother who I, I see to be, sent me a message that will, someone will call you. It's about a project. So I was wondering, okay, fine. I'll be receiving calls on projects and being called, so it's, it's nothing new to me. So the person called and the first thing was that, where are you? And I said, oh, I'm around Pukwase coming. And he said, okay, fine. Meet me at Westland. He, give me a, a place to meet him and that I want to talk to you if everything is okay then I'll make a call so that your salary everything will be processed. I took it to normal because I've heard these things a couple of times so I drove met the person for an hour he came also so upon discussion and all that that was then he opened up to me about the whole thing and the truth be told it's a national project as I said to a pastor, it's a national project. And how he called my friend was on the basis that he wanted somebody of integrity and good moral because it's a sensitive position whereby if it's a worldly person, the person will open up to corruption and, and we all know how systems work. But once you are the lead person, you have access or right to all the system, their functions. So whoever approaches you, gives you money, you can manipulate. But 
that instantly after having a chat with him, he called the owner of the company and told him that I found a person. He's a good man of integrity yeah. and he can finish a job. And not just that, he told me point blank that I'll be traveling throughout the whole country, raging, yeah. directors, meeting everybody. So it's also be like a talk to me. So I should put it in my mind, not just the way, but I'll know the length and breadth. I'll cross all the country. I was like, okay, fine. I've been working on a project which I've traveled to some regions, but at least this is an open and a greater much more though for me. And when he was about to land, he was leading me and he said, okay, one thing that I have to tell you that you also be given a car and a driver. Hallelujah. So that was it. And not just that, we spoke and the following day, he made me come over to his house. We went to meet the owner of the company. So that was when I was passing by. I wanted to see Papa that Wednesday. Yeah, so we, I met the owner. He also interviewed me for some minutes and asked when we were about to leave. He told me to excuse him for some minutes. The man came back and he said, congratulations, you found yourself a new job. So that has been it throughout this whole weekend. Me being late here today was as a result, I have to join them for an online meeting because the work has already commenced because normally they would have asked you give them some time but they said they needed me as soon as possible so there's no time wasting so i had to join them that made me came late so my apologies for that as well so and all this happened just last week after just last week. after the prophetic, prophetic. and through hallelujah hallelujah so we are all here in that, that same name that, that gave, gave this gentleman the miracle, miracle hallelujah. hallelujah. And we are and here to testify about, about that same name. name. If you if believe you are here for Jesus, Jesus, give me a wave. wave. There is only one name. There is only one name. With power to say, oh, with power to say, oh, there is only one name, one name that is Jesus. There is only one name with power to say.
Oh, 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 oh,
visiting me personally I will not leave this place the same in the name of Jesus Christ if you believe Jesus I said you give him a shout of praise and celebrate him here I said give him a shout of praise hallelujah God bless you hallelujah I want to just share a few 
few thoughts with you before we leave. Amen and amen. I want to share a few thoughts with you. Uh, Prophetic Eagles Convocation is about uh, bringing forth a message, the message of the Lord, the message, the prophetic word that God has appointed for such a time as this, within this season, what God is doing. And it's important that I share with you the mind of God. And so I'm just going to trust God that within the next few minutes, I'll share something with you. We'll pray for some two, three minutes, and then uh, we'll be out of here as the, by the grace of God. Amen and amen. And today, too, we are going to close early in Jesus' name. Your amen is too small for me. I said your amen is too small for me. So we have been sharing, I've been sharing with you on the subject of proof producers. And uh, my foundation scripture has been Acts chapter number one, the verse number eight. And in that scripture, the Bible says that, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And said, because of that, you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And I shared with you that that word witnesses can be stretched to mean a provider of proof or a proof producer and the bible is telling us that these particular witnesses they are not ordinary witnesses they are witnesses who have been given something that is beyond just their words but they have been given power to communicate to their world the bible tells us that when you receive this power you are going to become a witness of christ both in jerusalem and then in judea and unto samaria and unto the ends of the earth so i shared with you that the extent the limit of our message, the limit of our lives as Christians is connected to the ends of the earth and until you begin to understand these things, you are going to live a limited life. You see, what God is looking for is people who are going to challenge him based on his word and they are going to step out in faith to live out the kind of life that God has assigned and has appointed them to. The Acts chapter 1 verse number 8 accounts Jesus was not sharing with just some specialized group of people he was sharing with all of his children and with all the disciples all the followers of God all his followers and was telling them that there's an assignment for you and that assignment is what he expected them to be focusing on and that by that assignment they were going to be a blessing to their world they were going to be witnesses of Christ unto their world and I shared with you that if you are going to become a proof producer you must understand the cry of the world the problems that are in the world are many. Listen to me. Every human being that is upon the face of the earth, except that person knows Christ is going to hell. Every human being upon the face of the earth, except that person knows Christ, is is, is condemned for eternal damnation. And what God is looking for is for somebody that he will empower to send out there who will change their situations. I shared with you that the problems of the world are as a result of this condemnation of sin and death. The sickness the diseases, the trials, the afflictions that humanity is going through is as a result of judgments that was stirred up and instigated by the operations and the workings of the devil. And because of that, and, and because of that, all men have come under some kind of bondage. And it takes only Jesus Christ to set us free. May God cause your liberation to become apparent in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. And I shared with you 
from the book of Romans chapter number 8 that all humanity and all of God's creation is groaning, is in a kind of suffering, a yearning for a certain manifestation. For the men, it's for us to get back into the place of authority and the place of power that God destined for us. In Genesis chapter number 1, the verse number 26, God said that let us create man in our own image and after our likeness that he may have dominion. He may have authority. He may have power upon the face of the earth. And so in the book of Psalm chapter number 8, the psalmist said that what is man that you are mindful of him? That all the works of your fingers you have committed unto him. That man should have dominion and authority over the works of your hands. So for the man, for us men, what God is looking for for us is for us to return to the place of authority. And in our spirits, we know these things. In our spirits, we know these things. There's a yearning because we can sense that there's a glory that we must manifest. And yes, so that glory is not being seen. Yes, so that glory is not being seen. So the cry of especially the recreated human spirit is for a manifestation of this glory. It's for us to step into our destiny. Not only us, but all of God's creation. And so in verse 19 of Romans 8, it, it, the cry of the creature, the annex desire of the creation, is for the manifestation of the sons of God. Meaning the sons of God may be there, but they are not manifesting. They are not showing forth. Tonight, may this message empower you to be manifested. Look, and some of the things that we have just dealt with, demonic oppressions. You see, for a Christian, we, we, you must rise up to the point where the enemy cannot dominate over us like this. Many of the problems that we are facing, many of the situations that we are going through, the limitations that we have encountered in our lives, is because we have not discovered who we are. And because of that, the enemy is having a, a field day in our lives, dominating in places he should or it should not dominate. Let me give an it to the devil dominating in various areas of our lives our health our finances look look at the number of people who god have healed of various uh, diseases in this house they are uncountable and yet majority of them 90 to 99 percent of them are caused by demonic oppressions demonic oppressions spirits that are they have come to deposit sicknesses and diseases in people's bodies tonight any disease that any spirit has allowed into your body has released into your body may it be consumed by fire i command it to pass out of your body pass out of your head pass out of your throat pass out of your blood pass out of your lungs pass out of your kidneys pass out of your reproductive organs pass out of your womb pass out of your skin Pass out of your blood, pass out of your legs, pass out of your liver, pass out of your kidneys, pass out of your heart, pass out of your teeth, pass out of your eyes, ears everywhere. Be free now in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll be walking and you'll be hearing voices. It's the devil. You feel like giving up, you feel like uh, you feel like killing yourself. It's the devil. Yes, that I told you that all of God's creation has been subjected to hope. So, you see, if you're a child of God and you understand these things, you should never lose hope. Because hope is what you are supposed to go and give them. Hope is what you are supposed to give them. And so God has also put the earnest of the Spirit of God in you, giving you hope. Giving you hope. But many of us are not conforming to the image of Christ that God has purposed.
purpose for us to walk in. We are conforming to the natural image, the Adamic nature, being allowing the world to toss us here and there. But God is raising a generation of mature sons of God, mature children of God, who will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, every slight or trickery of the devil, but they will stand in the authority as children of God. They are standing in the authority as sons and daughters of God who are going to take their place in these end times and they are going to be movers and shakers across the nations of the world. If you are part of them, say, I am one of them. God wants us to be proof producers. He wants us to take over our divine nature, take our place as sons and as daughters of God. Look at Jesus demonstrated authority to us. I shared with you yesterday how, how he was able to communicate to a fig tree. And the tree obeyed him. The tree obeyed him. When we rise up in our place of power, we'll be commanding situations around us and they'll begin to kotow to us. I'm telling you. They'll begin to kotow to us. You see an issue that is going on. You see a problem that is going on around you. And you don't like it. Don't cry. Don't give up. Don't break down. Don't, 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 don't slam down and lie down as though you have no power. Who told you you have no power? He said you shall receive power. When the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Do you have the Holy Ghost? I said do you have the Holy Ghost? Then you have power. Say I have power. Use this power. In the book of Luke chapter number 10, Jesus tells his disciples, I have given you authority to trample upon snakes and upon scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Meaning the power that you have, it is not a power that, is, that can be defeated. There is no other power that is greater than this power. There's no other power that can be compared to this power. He said, I have given you power. And in this place, he uses authority. He has, he has, he has de uh, designated some authority to us. That by this authority, we will subdue every other authority. Every other power. Tonight, I activate that power in you. Whether you are connected online or you are right here in this room, I activate that power in you. Every confusion that the enemy has been bringing to you, after today, you are going to dominate over them. I say you are going to dominate over them. I say you are going to dominate over them. Somebody shout, I have power. Somebody shout, I have power. Come on, declare, I have power. The devil is afraid of this end time church because we are waking up to the authority that is in us. We are waking up to the authority that is in us. And it is by that power that we provide proof to the world that Jesus is alive. That Jesus is alive. And God wants every one of us, listen to me. Maybe you are here, you are wondering what is my purpose in life. Your purpose is to go and tell the world and show the world that Jesus is alive. Your purpose is to serve the Lord and to minister to your world and show through tangible proofs from your life. You expressing those proofs, those wonderments to the world that Jesus is alive. I see God and doing somebody here with power to manifest Jesus. I said I see God giving somebody the ability to show your family, to show your community, to show your fellow workers, to show your classmates that your Jesus is alive. Say Jesus. Jesus is alive. Listen. Many, the devil has managed to deceive us. 
and many of God's children, all we are interested in is for something for ourselves, a miracle for ourselves, something that we will just enjoy on this earth that will lead us into conceitedness. But God wants you to be selfless. He wants you to be a witness, to go and show the way for somebody to go. Jesus said in the book of Matthew chapter number 5, he said that let your light so shine before all men that they may see your good works and they will glorify your father that is in heaven. The reason for your shining is not for you to be a superstar. The reason for your shining is for another person to see the glory of God. Tonight, I activate that destiny for you. I am hearing a sound in the spirit, and the sound is the voice of your family members. And they are saying that, ah, when we look into your life, we see the glory of God. When we look at the things around you, we see that God is alive. I am seeing people who are around you, your family, your friends. All of a sudden, they are saying, ah, take us to your God. Take us to your God. We have seen that you serve the living God. We have seen that the name that you carry is the name that is above every name. I am seeing them coming with a testimony. I'm seeing them coming with their gifts. I'm seeing them coming with their glory. And they are saying that our glory is no glory. Because we see in you something that is more glorious. We see in you something that is more lasting. We see in you the very glory of God. Someone am I announcing your story? As proof producers, we are sons of God that have been sent to give hope to the world. May God empower you to provide hope. May God build you up to provide hope. We are here to solve the problem of sin through our preaching. As we share the message of Jesus Christ, we are telling them that yes, sin was a problem in the world. But if you believe in Jesus, the problem of sin, which brought death and all its consequences will be dealt out with. The problem of death, we are telling them that eternal life is available. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him should not perish, but who have everlasting life. Everlasting life solves the problem of death. So you don't need to be afraid of death anymore. God has given us a victory. As proof producers, we have been sent to solve the problem of sickness. He said, you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. God has empowered every one of his children as proof producers to go and heal the sick. When you see a sick person around you, may something stir up inside you and say, I can heal this person. God has given me power to heal this person. Mark chapter number 16, verse 17 and verse 18. These signs will follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues. He said, ah, they will take up serpents. And if they even take any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. He said, they will lay hands on the sick. They will lay hands on the sick. Look at your hands right now, everybody. Are you a believer? Are you a child of God? Look at the hands of a believer. He said, these hands can heal the sick. These hands that you are carrying, they are healing hands. Declare to your hands, my hands are healing hands. Say, these hands can heal the sick. These hands can raise the dead. These hands can cast out devils. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your hands can heal the sick. If your hands can heal the sick, why do you think that sickness can dominate over you? 
you can solve that problem today. Some of you, after this conference, you go back to the doctor and you realize that the report has changed. After this conference, that disease that has been nagging in your body, you realize that that disease has disappeared. You will not even know when it disappeared. It just fizzled away. It just fizzled away. It just fizzled away. Some of you, by the time the Holy Ghost is done with you, strength is coming back to your body. Energy back to your pain. The lethargy is gone. New strength has come. New strength has come. The Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will mount up on wings. that as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and they will never faint. I declare the season of fainting is over. The season of weariness is over. The season of I feel like giving up is over. Because a new strength is coming to you. A new power is coming to you. A new ability is coming to you. The grace of an eagle. The strength of an eagle. The flight of an eagle. The eyesight of an eagle. Receive it now. As fruit producers, God has empowered us to deal with the problem of poverty. Listen to me. There's somebody over here. If you open up your spirit, God will give you an idea that will solve the problems of, uh, of food. Food problems in, uh, in portions of the world. Uh, that God will give you an answer that will bring an end to poverty in the lives of people. We are carriers of the wealth of God. We are carriers of the substance of God. The Bible says that Jesus Christ, uh, who was not poor, but he became poor for us. Uh, so that we, through his poverty, might become rich. We, through his poverty might become richer. That means that in Christ Jesus, there has been an exchange. Your poverty for his riches. Your poverty for his riches. Anyone over here that they have put a mark of poverty upon your life. After today, I declare that mark is gone. I said that mark is gone. I said that mark is gone. Enter into your wealth. Enter into your riches. Enter into your financial breakthrough. Receive wealth right now. Receive supply right now. Receive abundance right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. As proof producers to solve the problem of bondages of depression. So many people in our generation are suffering from depression. The Bible says, but this is the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost. In the spirits, in the power of the spirit, there's joy. That's why sometimes when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, all of a sudden you feel some joy in your heart. How many of you have experienced that before? All of a sudden you feel some joy, some peace, some calmness. It is a solution to depression. And depression is an evil spirit. Anytime you are depressed, don't be happy and say, I am depressed. You say, but that spirit of depression be gone. You better cast it out. You don't know what I'm going through. I'm so depressed. You are not, you are not, you are, you are, what, what? Do you know depression is an evil spirit? And you are, you are further putting nails in your coffin. You better rise and refuse to be depressed though. Lift up your right hand. Say, I refuse to be depressed. Say, nothing can depress me. Nothing can steal my joy. Say nothing can steal my joy. Say I've got joy. Say I've got joy. Say I've got joy. Say I've got joy. Shout it! I've got joy. As I'm speaking, I know I'm speaking to people over here. I may not have called you, but what I'm saying addressing various issues over here. Receive the word of the Lord. I said, receive the word of the Lord. 
oppressions. We solve the problem of oppressions, oppressions, and hopelessness. Who can be a proof producer? Number one, anybody who is born again can be a proof producer. That means that once you are a child of God, you are part of God's army. Once you are a child of God, you have been drafted into the army of the Lord. It, that means that if you are not born again, forget about being a proof producer. God would not give his power to those who are not his children. Anytime, look through the Bible. Anytime God gives power to people who are not his children, it is just for them to keep for a time until the children are ready. Until the children are ready. Pharaoh thought he was in power until the, the time came for the children of God to be delivered. All of a sudden, all the wealth of all the wealth of Egypt was given to the children of God. The Jebusites, the Hittites, the Amalekites, all the Ites, the Anakites who were in the land of promise. The Bible says God gave them the land to watch and to till the land until their iniquity is complete. And then at that time, God is going to deliver the resources that they have been taking care of back to his children. So if you are not born again, you are not part of God's plan. If you are not born again, you are not part of God's plan as a proof producer. That is why when you receive Jesus Christ, be serious with your salvation. Be serious with working with God because we are on assignments. I said we are on assignments. There's a plan for our lives. There's a plan for our lives. So you submit to that plan. You see, God is moving power to, from, the, from the, the clergy. When we talk about proof producers, people that is God is empowering in these end times. Many people think that, oh, there are some superstar men of God or some superstar general, some prophet or some evangelist that God wants to use to heal the sick, to raise the dead. But God wants us to understand that in these last days, he wants to move the power from just the clergy and send it to the masses. That means that every child of God, every child, child of God has an opportunity to manifest the power of God. Every child of God has been mandated to walk in the victory of Christ. Every child of God is being called by the spirit of God that in these last days you arise in your glory that you see situations and by the power that is in you you change those situations. By the power that is working in you, you bring transformation to the lives of many. You look at situations of poverty and you say that I'm going to solve this problem. You look at sicknesses and you say, I'm going to solve this problem. Some of you, the reason why you are at that workplace is because God wants you to bring deliverance to the lives of your co-workers. Some of you, the reason why God is connecting you to that hospital is because there are sick people in the hospital that you are supposed to go and minister to and to pray for. I see God raising a generation of people. You empty hospitals. You empty sick beds. You empty afflicted places. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see God raising a certain young lady over here. You enter into that clinic and by the time you come out, everyone who has been admitted is being, dis is being dismissed, is being let go, is being discharged. Receive that grace upon your life. He said, don't lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. The sick shall recover. Listen to me. God doesn't want us to just have a nice face and a nice voice to show the world. No. He wants us to be carriers of power. Your voice should carry power for healing. It is not just a voice of comfort that everybody say, oh, I'm okay. No. It is for you to bring a transformation that God's creation will be restored back to their place. You see people who are going through all kinds of depression. You are the one that God wants to use to bring them peace of mind. 
And you need to carry that power to be able to bring this to pass. To be able to bring this to pass. Listen, God doesn't want us to live as ordinary people. He wants us to be carriers of power. He wants us to be carriers of power. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. Jesus said, you shall receive power. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost was come, when that power was released, was it just the 12 disciples who received it? Everybody in that room received that power. Meaning the power is not for some special superstar man of God. No. No. It's not just for Pastor Aben to come here and be healing the sick. No. I am here to demonstrate to you how to do it. So that when you step out there in your home, you'll be healing the sick. In your company, you'll be healing the sick. In your school, you'll be healing the sick. On the streets, you'll be healing the sick. I just saw somebody. You went to the market. You went to the supermarket to buy something. And the one that was selling that was selling to you, God all of a sudden opened your vision and you had a word of knowledge that that person had HIV AIDS. And you told the person don't worry i will not allow hiv aids to kill you i am here as your source of hope and you laid hands on that woman and boom she went back to go and check her and she had been cleansed of hiv aids i am seeing proof producers being raised in this place i'm seeing people of power people of glory receive that grace right now just last saturday something beautiful happened there were two people who went for evangelism, Sister Linda and then uh, they went for evangelism at Fadama. And when they went to visit a certain woman, oh my goodness, they knocked on the door over and over again. Nobody was coming. Eventually, the woman came. She was weak. She was so sick. She was so sick. She said that she couldn't even stand. She was just lying there, infirmed. And as they were there, the Spirit of God moved them to begin to minister to this lady. As they were praying for her, all of a sudden, the Lord gave them a direction on what to do. And when they ministered to her, they remember what we have been doing in this house. They said that when I pray for the sick, I said, do what you, can't, you couldn't do before. So they also told the woman that begin to get up. Do what you couldn't do before. Right there instantly. Instantly. The woman rose up from a bed of affliction, a bed of sickness, and she got back to her feet, totally revived by the power of the Holy Ghost. Proof producers. Proof producers. Now, you see, when they go to work next time, she'll receive them like she's receiving a president because she, she has seen power. She has seen that they carry the ability to solve a problem that she was going through. Proof producers are problem solvers. Problem solvers. Problem solvers. We have been Christians who are always looking for solutions for too long. Now, not only does God want to solve our problem, he wants to empower us to solve the problems of people. There's somebody in this place. The Holy Ghost just spoke to me. God is going to use you to, to provide scholarships for many young people. You'll be paying the school fees of people right from nursery to university. You'll be paying and you'll be paying and you'll be paying. And you'll not be going down, but you'll rather be going up. You'll be becoming wealthier and wealthier. And you are, you are, you are solving that problem for them. Why? Because you're a proof producer. Lift up your right hand and say, I'm a proof producer. Say, I'm a proof producer. Say, I'm a proof producer. Receive that grace to manifest. Glory to Jesus. So you need to be born again. That is all. And then God wants to move it over there. You see, many people don't know. 
But in the book of Acts chapter number 10, verse 44 to 46, in fact, the whole chapter 10, you see Peter ministering to the family of Cornelius. The Bible, as he was speaking, the power of God came upon all of them. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, manifested again upon Cornelius and upon his entire household. The Bible says, while Peter yet spake the words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word. Tonight, may the Holy Ghost fall upon you. Let's look at the next two verses. And they of the circumcision, we believe they were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Ghost, the power of God, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. And Peter answered, who can deny these ones of baptism whom the Holy Ghost has come upon? Look at that. All of them received. So God was trying to show us over here that the power of the Holy Ghost that makes us proof producers is not for some special group of people, but it's for every child of God who is willing and ready and available. God said that he's raising an army. Are you ready to be a part of this army? Are you willing to be drafted into this army of the Lord? Or you still want to live a baby-like Christian life where every time you are complaining, oh, my head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes, my head, my shoulders, my knees, my... No, 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 no. We must arise. We have been babies for too long. We have been babies for too long. Look at that. Did you see, did you notice what he said in Mark chapter 16 verse 17? Did he say that these believers, they shall follow these signs? Or the signs shall follow them? Who is following who? Signs are supposed to follow. But now you go to a, 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 a prophetic church. Or you go to a place where a mighty man of God is. And then you see people rushing over there. Why? What are they looking for? For a sign. They are looking for a sign. They are looking for some miracle. They are looking for some power. But Jesus says that in the true revelation of the church. Now by this, I'm not saying that if somebody has gone to a church, it is wrong. No. But you see, that is class one Christianity. God wants us to upgrade. God wants us to go higher. So that we are not going looking for the signs. But wherever we go, we are displaying and manifesting the signs. We are displaying and manifesting the signs. The demon that you are going to be casting to be cast out of you, you be rather you rather be casting them out of people. That is your destiny. As a proof producer, you are taking your place. Say I'm taking my place. Say I'm taking my place. Say I'm taking my place. Come on, shout! I'm taking my place. This is what the Lord is calling us to do in these end times. Paul caught a revelation in Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 11 and verse number 12, where he spoke about the fivefold ministry. And in verse 12, he said that the fivefold ministry, the reason for their work is to prepare the church, is to prepare the, the, the body of Christ for the work of the ministry. Meaning everyone who is a child of God is called to serve, is called to be a minister of God, is called to be somebody that the Holy Ghost can use. The Holy Ghost can use, and it is important because you see, no matter how many prophets that God anoints, we cannot reach the whole world. But when every child of God is empowered, the gospel can travel faster. There are some people I will never meet, only you will meet them. Only you will meet them. Some of the people at your workplace, from heaven to hell, I will not meet them. Only you met them from hell to heaven. Amen. Heaven to hell. 
or somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So if I don't meet them, who is supposed to send a message to them? You. Who is supposed to demonstrate to them that Jesus is alive? You. So God is saying that he's calling you as a proof producer. As a proof producer. I don't know, but I feel some, I don't know whether to call it sadness in my spirits. Because the Lord said that my children are looking for the wrong things. My children are looking for the wrong things. My children are looking for the wrong things. And I asked him, I swear, that what, is, what does this mean, Lord? He said that they are looking for power, but they are not looking for power for the right purpose. They are looking for power to solve their problems. But they should be looking for power to become problem solvers. Not just, oh God, that my need, that my need, that my need. Did you know that in Christ all things are yours? All things are yours. So what is most important is the solution to another person. The solution for another person. May God empower you. I said, may God empower you. Look, God is looking for people who go out there and do minister to the world. Do minister to the world. Every Christian has been called to minister. Ministry means to serve. It's not about titles. So, oh, I've not been called as an apostle, so that is not my calling. No, it's not about titles. It's not about titles. Oh, as for me, I'm not a pastor. No. You can be a businessman, but you carry supernatural power. I heard a story about one judge, a lady judge, in her courtroom. All of a sudden, one gentleman took the witness stand, and then the demon in that person began to manifest. The demon, everybody in the courtroom was scared. Ah, Bashantara. But thank God that there was a proof producer in the courtroom. The judge, all of a sudden, looked at that witness who was manifesting and said, that devil, not in this courtroom. You are not allowed in my courtroom. I rebuke you now. Come out of him. The guy who had started behaving crazy, calm down all of a sudden. Supernatural power. A proof producer. Listen, you better clap because God wants more people to solve situations and problems. Hear me. Can I tell you something? The Lord just opened my eyes and in a vision I saw the days ahead. I saw days and I saw weeks and I saw months and I saw years. And the Lord began to run me through you see, the prophetic is that we can be there in one second. You'll be seeing many things at the same time. So you say, hey, when did you see all of these things? Was well, you not know, just walking up and down over here? That's how the prophetic is like. And I saw the days coming. And as I saw the, I saw a certain wind blowing. It's difficult for me to tell the direction because it seems to be coming from several different directions. And as it was coming, I saw what looked like smoke. But this looked like some black smoke. But as that smoke grew closer, I saw that it wasn't smoke, but it was as though some tiny, tiny insects, creatures with wings, and were flying, and were swarming in. They were swarming in. They were swarming in. And as they grew closer, they entered amongst men. And as they entered among the populations of men, as soon as they touched people, they disappeared. They entered into their bodies. And the Lord said that a season has come. And it is coming in greater abundance where sicknesses and diseases are going to be rampant. Sicknesses that people don't even understand. They don't know where it came from. They will go to sleep and wake up, wake up and there's a disease that is tormenting their bodies. Many people are going to start falling sick. In the days that are coming, diseases are going to increase. 
Diseases are going to increase. Strange sicknesses. And indeed, it is rightly so because these are all marks of the end times. I'm, I'm now comparing the vision to my Bible knowledge. The mark of the end times, sicknesses, pestilences, infections of various sorts. But in the realm of the spirit, they are, they are actually demonic beings and they are like flies and insects. And as they touch people, they bring the sickness upon them. That is why God wants to empower us as proof producers. Because the hospitals will not be able to solve all the problems. The hospitals, the, the crusades will not be able to solve all the problems. Somebody will be in your, one of your staff who suddenly falls sick. And you can see that this child is dying. This young lady is dying. This gentleman is dying. You must get up in your power and say, that, put him, bring him here. In the name of Jesus, come out of him, devil. Be healed. And the, the person should rise up. God wants to anoint us. There are things that are coming up in these end times. There are things that are coming. Things are going to be very difficult. There's going to be a lot of turbulence in these last days. And God is looking for people whom he may anoint and empower to use. People who are going to accept the call and assignment from the spirit of the living God to be used to help people, to minister, to serve, the, to serve the, the, the cause of God. Every child of God has been called into the ministry. There are two areas of ministry. Number one is ministry to the church. Ministry to the church. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 12. They said all of them are supposed to work acts of service to the edification of the body. And then number two, we have a ministry to the lost. Those who are not born again. Those who are out there. Those who are on their way to hell. Did you know that every year over 80 million human beings are born into this earth? That means that the rules of unbelievers are increasing. The road of unbelievers are increasing. How many of them are being drafted into the kingdom of God? And you are the one that God wants to use. We must work harder. We must work faster. He said that, ah, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the earth and the, as a sign. And then the end shall come. Matthew 24 verse, is it 12? He said the gospel must be preached in all the earth. In all the earth, rise up to the ministry. Tell somebody beside you, rise up to the ministry. Look, every child of God has a ministry. It's not just the fivefold ministry. In Romans chapter number 12, you study from the verse number 6 to the verse number 8. You see practically about seven other ministries that are there for the church, for the believers. We see prophecy. We see practical service. We see teaching. We see exhorting, exhortation or encouragement. We see uh, giving. Giving. How many of you know that giving is even a ministry? Giving is a ministry. Giving is a ministry. Some of us, the reason why God is bringing money into your hands is not so that you build super skyscrapers. It's for you to be able to give and be a blessing to the world. So there's a ministry of giving and then there's a ministry of leadership or superintending. We are reading from Romans chapter number 8. Okay, uh, sorry, Romans chapter number 12, verse 6 to 8. Superintending leadership. And then there's a ministry of acts of mercy performing acts of mercy mercy ministry so every child of god there's something that god has called you to do all of these things are supposed to be building the body of christ but beyond that god has sent us to also minister to the world our ministry to the world we have been given a commission and a responsibility to fulfill in this world we are supposed to reach them mark chapter 16 verse number 15 the bible says that and he said unto them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature 
this keyboard that you are sitting behind is waiting for you to preach to it. God is calling us to affect all of his creation. All of his creation. Now, let me round off by with this. For every child of God, every producer who wants to fulfill the ministry, there are five questions I want you to consider. Five questions I want you to consider. Number one, to whom have I been sent? Because those God has sent me to may be different from those whom God has sent you to. We all have an assignment and we are all going to account for what we have, we have, what God has called us to do. Who have I been sent to? Luke chapter 19, the verse number 10. Jesus said, the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. When the Pharisees asked him that, hey, why are you eating with the sinners? Why are you eating with tax collectors, publicans? Mark 2 chapter 9 verse 12 and 13. Jesus answered them and said, that I have not come to those who are healthy. I have come to those who are sick. I've come to is the sick that need a physician. If you are not sick, do you need a doctor? It is the sick that need doctors. So who are who are we supposed to minister to? Anybody that is lost, anybody that is born or not born again. Some of us may be called to go into villages. Some of us may be called to preach in buses. Some of us are supposed to take some thirty minutes of our busy schedule and go into a certain clinic and say that and tell them that oh, I want to pray and encourage those who are in the hospital beds. I want to encourage them. The reason why many of God's children are facing frustrations, the Lord is telling me something right now, is because they are not doing their calling. The day you start doing your calling, happiness and joy will come back to your life. You are busily pursuing money. You are busy pursuing marriage. You are busy pursuing all these things that will end with this world. Your spirit is not happy. That's why you are feeling frustrated. You wake up from morning till evening and you say you are unemployed. You are unemployed, but you stay in the house the whole day. Why don't you go and do what the master has called you to do? Maybe as you are going on evangelism on your own, that is when God will cause you to meet that businessman who will give you the job that you are looking for. But you are spending hours in church praying, my job, oh, my job, oh. But the time, the free time that you have, what are you doing with it? Are you serving the master with it? Are you serving the master with it? Why won't you get frustrated? Why won't you get frustrated? Because you are not fulfilling your call. You are not reaching out. You are not at the place where you are supposed to be. You are not where you are supposed to be. Who told you that staying in the house is where you are supposed to be? No. You are supposed to be stepping out there. He said that you preach the gospel to all of his creation. All of his creation. And it is in the field where that is where you meet us and bless us. And bless us. And bless us and bless us. The time when we are keeping ourselves in church all the time and we are not doing anything for God outside church, they are coming to an end. Many of us, the reason why we are falling into sin and fornication and all kinds of things over and over again is because we are not giving ourselves to the call. So we have too much spare time and the devil find work for idle hands. Our flesh should be empowered. Our flesh should be empowered. Our flesh should be empowered. But God is bringing a turn around. I said God is bringing a turn around. I said God is bringing a turn around. I said God is bringing a turn around. And it's happening in your case. In the name of Jesus Christ. So go to the sick. Go to the lonely. You saw a friend post on, his, on her Facebook status. Oh, I can't take it anymore. That she's in need. Reach out to her. 
a friend, an old friend's name came up in your mind when you woke up in the morning. She may be in, in a trouble. Reach out to her. Treat every name on your contact list as a, a, a soul that God wants you to reach out to. Every friend, every classmate, every co-worker. You see, the big, one of the biggest sins, I stand to be corrected, but I'll say it anyway, of many Christians who are working, is that they don't share the gospel with their co-workers. No, I mean, better me home with you say. So Jesus will also say, I don't see you worthy of those who should sit close to me. Go and sit at the fire with the non krefe people. The krefe people are here. Shakatabaya. Some of you are in school, you've never preached to your classmates. You've never stood in front of the classroom to preach. You've never stood in front of a classroom to preach. But some of you are even cause reps. You are there giving announcements for your teachers. Some of you, your WhatsApp status is always filled with matters arising, but not God arising. The latest gossip is all over there. It's always there. And you are selling, you are selling the devil. You are selling the world. Because of you, more people are getting more worldly than godly. When COVID came, that is when I saw evangelists, Christian evangelists, but they were not evangelizing for Jesus. COVID numbers, the numbers, every day is on their Now they have become educators. Protect yourself, use face mask, use sanitizer, hand washing. They never talk, spoke about soul washing. They did not talk about reconciliation. They did not talk about, is it what they should have been saying that prepare to meet your God because the thing could kill. I'll close right now, but let me say something. Is it the way you are feeling bad? <laughs> repent! 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 I am the voice in the wilderness of overcoming nation. Crying out to you, repent! Give the Lord a shout. Tear, 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 tear. Touch your beast on tear. Be laughing and you don't go and change you because can I tell you something? The words that I am speaking to you, heaven is recording them to use to judge you. Heaven is recording them to use to judge you. Then arise, shine, gentiles as hopes come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Yeah, kings to the brightness of your rising. Should I prophesy to you? Serve the Lord. Oh. Let me prophesy to you. The prophecy that saved the Lord. God wants to use you. Because as I was speaking, I saw in a vision and I saw important people coming around you. I saw men who were having their own cars coming around you. I saw them. Why did they come around you? Because a light started to shine out of you. And that light was attractive 
And when it was attracting, it wasn't attracting low quality people. It was attracting people of authority and people of power. Because they saw you and they did not see the value of your life according to the size of your purse. They saw the value of your life according to the color and the quality of your spirit. The color and the quality of your character. They saw somebody of wealth and of substance. Listen to me. Build yourself because... God, your husband is going to be a very, very rich man. You see what I'm talking about? When I said serve the Lord, she wasn't smiling. But when I said... But if you don't build yourself up, that light will not attract the right person. Are you understanding me? Thus hear the Lord. Thus hear the Lord. Thus hear the Lord. Can I prophesy? Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. See that. Can I prophesy to you? Is it tune all that God is asking you to program it towards serving the Lord? You understand me? It is not. Keep quiet. I'm working here. If you catch my flu, I'll deal with you. Likuda aspene gradijo bahantas. Libali cobra hastina makwali vesia talavandes. Listen, near bavura dashe televriakatas. I am seeing men of power and of authority and of substance. And the Lord is preparing them for people in this place. There are things that you are going to get that you don't need to labor for. God has caused other people to labor for you. All you need to do is to position yourself in the place of serving the Lord. When you serve the Lord, he says it will cause the light in your spirit to shine. And out of that light, they will begin to draw towards you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm not mentioning the name of your grandmother, but I'm prophesying. I'm prophesying. The Lord opened my eyes. So it has keep standing and in the realm of the spirits, I saw all of them coming. It's as though all of a sudden an awakening started falling on them. And I saw them coming from beyond the horizon. And I saw men who had substance, men who God had built and empowered. They have money. I'm not just talking about political power. I'm talking about money. Money. Listen, the money that can build that your company is in somebody's account. Ah, say position me, Lord. Say position me, Lord. Say position me, Lord. By the time you would have arisen and stood in the place of your shining, listen to me. There are some people you need goose. God is going to cause people to give it to you free and say that when you are finished selling, come and pay me. Receive. I said, receive. I said receive. receive. You see, your receiving is very weak. I said receive. receive. Ah, young men, serve the Lord. Some of you, God will bless you, but God has blessed a woman for you. Understand me. It is a revelation. It is not every man who need to take care of their wife. Some of the men, the wife will take care of them. Now, this is not a teaching I teach. 
I'm prophesying. Because there's, there's some, there's, I'm seeing one, at least one, two. Yes. The rest of you going so far. <laughs> so glory! <laughs> because my daughters are beginning to panic. <laughs> hey. uh, so the daughters are beginning to panic. You, instead of receiving it so that God will give you money, you know, you are panicking that ah no me pe be ma na me she tina o. Se nyame ma one million. Na unya be ma kenti ka bi a owo ten thousand. Ah, oh you responsible. Ah, who was nyame ishira wa obetumi ya she mu nyina. Na o se oh me was casting no into me ware no. Ah ga say me ma na he na wo one million. And send up in your one million and ten thousand nipa no ebi awa babrewa. Ebi ebi a crowd when you be. Praise the Lord. Start serving the Lord. Start serving the Lord. Do what I'm asking you. The Lord is saying that prosperity will start locating the church when we start aligning ourselves like this. This is a fail-proof prophecy because it has the word of God back in it and represents. Woman, hear the word of the Lord. God wants you to begin to align all that you are doing and make it fully a ministry. Do you understand me? Fully a ministry. As you begin to do this, I'm seeing God raising people who are going to come and support you, not just in terms of being there in person. They will not be there. Those I'm seeing do not go with you for your outreaches, but their substance will go with you. Their substance will go with you. And God is going to use them to build and give you bigger platforms. Bigger platforms. Bigger platforms. I don't know, but I'm seeing. Can you take out the. I'm seeing. Is it? It's like somebody is talking behind me. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. But I'm seeing you, you run into. A room and you were displaying a, 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 a paper some papers and you were celebrating you are celebrating you are celebrating and it's as though you had been signed up for a contract for a contract for a contract i don't know god is uh, this is what i'm seeing god is going to open a certain door and a big company are going to sign you on are going to sign you on they are going to sign you on let's get yourself ready they are going to sign you on that's here the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Wow. My time is up. Amen and amen. Jesus is Lord. Wave your right hand to the Lord. <laughs> oh. Say thank you, Jesus. As I say thank you, Jesus. Wave your right hand to the Lord. Say thank you, Jesus. Oh, Ramana Moshataya, Mili Mili Kubradia Satala Bradayam. All right, let me just round up. Uh, so, 
five questions. Number one, whom am I supposed to minister to? Who is supposed to hear my message? The lost. Look for them. Everyone about this, some uh, specific group God has sent us to. And then number two, what am I going to minister? As a proof producer, what am I going to minister? Number one, you are going to minister the word of God. The word of life and liberty. Go and tell them that Jesus is alive and he can save them from their problems and from their sins and from their weaknesses and from all their troubles. Listen to me. When you meet somebody who is sick next time, don't say sorry. Tell the person sorry, but I, I, I think I have an answer for your situation. Jesus has an answer for your situation. Next time you meet somebody having a mental health crisis, tell the person, I, I, go, Jesus can help you. This Jesus who is alive, he can help you. T- tell them the word of truth. Tell them the word of truth. Yes, it's nice to say that, oh, when you're having some, talk to somebody. But who to, how many, how sure are you that, that that somebody that the person you talk to will be able to help the person? But Jesus can help everybody. I, oh, 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 do you believe me? Jesus can help everybody. So, minister to them the word of life. Number two, you must be a vessel of the healing power of God. When you go and minister, minister healing. Pray for the sick. Pray for those who need help. You have the power in you. And whether it's possible, minister to their physical needs. If you can buy some food for them, buy some clothes for them, buy something, pay their rent, do something to help them physically. Number three question is where am I to minister? The location. The location everywhere everywhere go to the streets go to the bars go to the jails go to the in the various transportation the marketplaces the the the, the, the stations luke 14 23 he said i go into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in when am i supposed to minister question number four the time is now the Bible says, now is the day of salvation. We have no time to waste. As of as much as people are being born, people are dying every time. People are dying every day. And when they die, they all face the same end. Heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. Thomas, you are supposed to reach them and help them. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. John chapter 9 verse 4. Do not wait one minute longer. Some of you write from tonight or your social media statuses. You can start preaching the gospel. You can say that, tell somebody, do you need help? I have help. I can help you. Jesus can help you. Jesus can help you. And then the last question. How am I going to minister? There's one word on that answer. Power. Somebody say power. Somebody say power. The world is longing for the power of God. And you are a career of power. Tonight, power is coming upon your life. I said, power is coming upon your life. I said, power is coming upon your life. Lift up your right hand. Say, I receive power. Say, I receive power. That word power is miracle working ability. Miracle working ability. Say, Father, endue me with power. For signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice. Just talk to the Lord. Just talk to the Lord. Just talk to the Lord. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website. www.ebenezaokronipa.com Or call 
0546-363957. God bless you.